0: There is over a trillion dollars of waste in supply chains today.
1: The net zero carbon emission is something that corporates are taking very seriously. To meet these objectives, they're going to have to take into consideration
0: CO2 emissions. Hey, and welcome back to Net Zero Carbon. I'm Tyler Cole, your host, and this is the show at Freight Waves, where we deep dive on decarbonization with a lens on freight, fuel, and energy. Today, I have the pleasure of being joined by Barrett Young chief marketing officer of Netrodyne. Barrett, how are you? I'm doing great, Tyler. How are you? I'm really happy to have you on. It's nice to meet you. I look forward to learning more about you and Netrodyne, which is probably the best place to start. Can we get a bit uh, of a background on Barrett? What's your story? How did you get to where you are and what does Netrodyne do?
1: Absolutely. Um, I was introduced to um, sort of the commercial vehicle industry about seven, eight years ago. Um, and it was one of those situations where I I was, you know, interviewing for a new job and I kind of looked at this market opportunity and realized that the commercial vehicle industry had been sorely underserved with advancements in new technology for decades. And that got me really excited. And I realized that there's, there's an area of contribution that I can apply here where I can help, you know, elevate this industry to truly perform even better than it already does. And, and, you know, an, an industry that's arguably the backbone of America. So um, I, I've been in the industry for a little while, not nearly as long as a lot of other people, but I do know a lot so far. And uh, over my course of time there, I uh, have run marketing uh, organizations all the way up to where I am now within Netrodine. And, uh, and Netrodine has a really interesting story because um, there are other technology providers that have, have been producing technology for, for years. Uh, and Netrodine's been around since about 2015, but they waited... <clears throat> a little bit longer than most to bring their first product to market and the reason being is instead of just creating a product or a service that does the basics they wanted to truly create something that made a difference uh and it was actually more advanced than anything else on the in the market and the reason why it took so long is that it wasn't just taking existing technology and putting it into a nice little stack and handing it out to the industry they they literally created a new technology that never existed before So with that, Netrodite is actually the first uh, technology to to combine artificial intelligence and video telematics together. And therefore, now we have AI layered into video recording. So this whole big push on AI dash cams was actually originally driven out by uh, what Netrodite brought to market. Um, And so with that, over the course of, you know, since 2015, Netrodite has developed the most advanced and sophisticated um um ai dash camera system and, and really it's we don't even like to use the term dash camera but it's so much more than that it's a complete safety solution uh ranging from yes the video telematics of the camera itself all the way to the back office uh, workflows to address and proactively improve driver performance and behavior through real-time in-cap kit coaching to virtual coaching uh, and a whole slew of other solutions just to improve overall fleet
0: Bear, what an interesting backstory uh, for you and the company as well. Uh, I love hearing about something that is new and innovative. And now you guys not only have introduced it to the market, but you're seeing adoption and starting to introduce other solutions that build on top of that Call it core functionality, maybe. Can you talk a little bit about how just the the general direction of Netrodine when it came in and introduced AI um, as a fleet telematics solution, was there an unexpected kind of market adoption where customers came and started using it and said well how could we add this or what's another solution that we could layer on to it?
1: Yes so there's always this sort of aha moment so let me let me start this off with a quick statement. Um, The way that we've been taught to improve driver behavior and fleet performance is perfectly suited for a world that no longer exists. What I mean by that is you think about it is that traditional sort of safety solutions really were posed at just an exoneration. Let's you know, prove that the truck was netball, right? And of course, uh, most of the time that's the case. Now, the technology has evolved to a fact as, uh, to a point where we can actually prevent accidents before they happen. And by having the technology read and analyze, do all the, you know, all the algorithms that the artificial intelligence does and learn from it over time, then fleets, once they install the software and they start using it and they're adding in, you know, in cab coaching and adding into uh, all the other features that we offer. They then go, oh my goodness, I've now seen a material difference in my driver behavior, my driver scores. I've actually already received reductions in my insurance um, and a hand, uh, handful of other things. Even Amazon, one of our largest clients, has already openly stated they've seen a 50% reduction in accidents. Um, and ultimately, that's what we're trying to do. That's our ultimate goal is let's let's improve safety on the road so that everyone goes home safely to their families.
0: Today. That's really cool. And you kind of front ran... Another question that I was about to offer, it's who is a typical fleet customer that you guys are working with? And is there a, um appropriate size for fleets to get involved? Or does this range from small commercial vehicles all the way up to, you know, Class 8 long haul? Where's the sweet spot?
1: Yeah, so um, we actually cater to all vehicle types. So we, as I mentioned, Amazon's our based customers, they work for their middle mile and last mile um, uh, vehicles. We also have a large section of long haul trucking. Uh, we also do construction, we also do school buses, uh, first students is a big, uh, school bus provider that we work with, um, oil and gas customers. So really it really kind of runs the gamut of all different vehicle types. And there's multiple use cases across all the, including the, the ability to add external cameras, uh, and things like that. For sure that 360 view around the vehicle, um, in terms of, of fleet sizes, again, we work with all fleet sizes, the system uh is capable uh we uh, enterprise customers really really enjoy it so i will say if there is a sweet spot that the larger fleets really begin to have the capability to exercise the full capability of the system um smaller fleets may not need everything that we offer um but we certainly can service everyone
0: excellent and how do drivers feel about it uh you know there's always a big pushback in the industry from being being watched and the the force of telematics even before video into all cabs was a big deal for drivers and feeling tracked. But what did the drivers say about it? Are they realizing some of the same benefits as well?
1: Yes. So going back to the statement I said about how the world sort of changed and the way we used to do things is different. Um, Traditional dash cam is drivers hated. And I'm not going to say that they they all of a sudden like them today. Um, But the use case is slightly different. They're there for exoneration. They're there to catch the driver doing something wrong. Um, And because the use of or the reason why we have safety systems now is evolving, drivers will certainly be resistant at first, totally understandable. Um, but the moment they start realizing how it's improved their behavior, or the moment that they go, wow, I almost got an accident, but I got that alert that prevented me from doing so, um, they then have also their own aha moments, where they go, wow, this is incredible. Okay, now I get it. Thank you.
0: Well, and especially if it's a, a company that rewards drivers appropriately, right and takes care of and invests in their development if you have improved data you're now able to better manage and hopefully drivers are realizing a lot of those benefits when they are improving their safety records and improving their uh efficiency which i'm sure we'll talk about some of the different solutions that fleets can track and actually start to implement solutions but that makes a ton of sense
1: yeah and that you actually staged that really well for myself so one of the big things that Netrodyne does and one of the true differentiators is we're the only solution that can uh actually recognize and reward positive driving. So if you think about it, 80 to 90% of the driving day is all good, compliant driving. They're stopping at stop signs and maintaining good following distance, speeding limits and things like that. Every once in a while, something happens. There are lots of outside obstacles that drivers face throughout the day. Uh, and that's where we sort of alert drivers to watch out and be careful and things like that. But, um, typically it, the, the conversation with a safety director or a fleet manager is. You did this wrong, you did this wrong, you did this wrong. And as a driver, you're like, man, I feel like I'm a good driver, but I'm constantly being told everything I do wrong. my hands beat slaps, every time I go into the office. Um, and now you can flip the script It's flip, flip the script and say, listen, we've seen everything you've done great. Thank you for continuing to maintain those great speeds and following distances. you're doing a great job. Be careful of these two things. We'll do a coaching video on that. Um, but by doing so, you're actually improving the relationship of the driver and the fleet manager and overall, positive recognition reinforces good behavior. Same thing when I load the dishwasher for my wife. She's like, hey, honey, I really love that you did that. And I'm like, all right, I like the positive recognition. I'll do that more. Same concept. It actually has improved or has scientifically proved that you can improve behavior over time by
0: recognizing the good versus always punishing the bad. So true. And you're already front running me a little bit talking about at-home uses because my daughter's 13. And I'm like, when can I get this in the cab for her to help her learn how to drive? <laughs> I, you know, we get this question all the time, uh, hopefully soon. Cause you
1: know, my kids are growing up and I would love to have that too. Absolutely. It'd be a great solution.
0: I- I'm curious, just user experience wise as a driver is everything, um, tracked and kind of retroactively look back based on learning or are there in cab alerts opportunities with like, maybe not necessarily heads up display, but what is the driver's experience like while they're driving in the cab with this technology?
1: Yeah, so the, the, uh, the camera itself is not very large. It's got a fairly small fit, footprint into the windshield. So it's not like they have this massive camera lens just staring at them. And oftentimes, or, uh, drivers forget that it's there. Um, but the actual experience that drivers experience um, most often is really the in-cab alerts. Um, what Netronine does, and you're the only one in the, in the industry to do so, is we actually process all the artificial intelligence on what we call the edge. And that it just means that it's processing directly on the hardware device itself, versus having to be sent up to the cloud, mail you used by somebody and sent back down. So what that means for the driver experience is that if they're following too close and looking at their cell phone, um, both obviously very risky behaviors, then our system can alert them in real time, in that moment, within milliseconds, and say, hey, please put down your phone, create space and find the vehicle in front of you uh, to reduce the chances of an accident, uh, where other systems may take, you know, you know, they'll get the alert only after the fact that the accident actually happens because it took that long for the process to send it back to the cloud etc cetera, etc cetera. so um the drivers very quickly begin to see the benefits for them them as they oftentimes don't realize that they have risky driving behavior and immediately myself if i get a text message i might accidentally look at my phone as i'm driving down the road but what this does you know in the case of some uh, uh let's say a last mile delivery van if they're driving through our neighborhoods where our kids are playing and a ball goes out in the street. You want them paying attention to the road, not looking at their Facebook account. (laughs) Exactly. So, and that's exactly what our system does It allows it to, in real time, help what we call micro coaching. We actually call our our intercapital it's almost micro coaching because it it coaches them repetitively. If they continue to do it over time, they, hey, please pay attention to this or watch out for that. Um, And they realize over time that they're actually having these risky behaviors. And after a while, that goes away. And then they are always paying attention. They're driving safe. And the great thing about that, then, as they drive safer, we have a proprietary driver scoring car, a uh, scoring caller. It's called Green Zone Score. As that Green Zone Score goes up, then most fleets actually build incentive programs around that. As you reach a certain threshold, let's say 850 out of 1,000, then you qualify for a monthly or quarterly bonus of some sort. Um, and so it it... Driving safe actually pays in this situation, so a lot of drivers begin to benefit that
0: way. Jim. That's probably going to be the title of the episode. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> <it>. Nice job. <laughs> can you talk about some other components of that score? Is everything safety, or is there? You know, this is a, a carbon-related show. Is there some sort of fuel efficiency scoring that we can also do for driving behavior as well? So we are in the process right now and
1: getting very close. Let's say you know, quote unquote, in the coming weeks of releasing a very large announcement that is going to marry the Netronite system with one of the most powerful fleet management systems uh, really on the planet, we'll say, but definitely within the United States. And uh, in doing so, we'll be able to take even more data points to help follow into things like our driver's scoring card. But more importantly is it sends all this data in between these two systems and allows fleets to make very educated decisions on one the fleet the, the the fleet performance the driver performance uh, and then dive into specific elements like fuel efficiencies and route
0: optimization things
1: like that but
0: uh, very very soon oh we're definitely gonna have you back on to dive yeah. through <laughs> and that that one's near and dear to my heart and and though it shouldn't be because I tell people all the time it's so easy to focus on on carbon it's almost low hanging fruit even though it's invisible and nobody knows how to quantify it <laughs> exactly. <right. laughs> It is something that draws our attention because when we talk about the realities of climate change and the impacts we're seeing like that's that's what gets all the buzz and all the headline news and we often overlook or at least don't properly acknowledge the role of of people in this and when we're talking about fleets specifically if we take the focus off burning diesel for a minute and focus on our people there's a lot of conversation that needs to be had around how we treat our drivers how we work together how we improve safety and that's where companies like natrodyne can come in really, really big impact for a lot of these firms.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and collectively, where Nestronine 9 sits as a company is that uh, what we are hearing is that in the status today is everyone kind of still figuring this out. What what are they able to do? Or, um, where where it fits in with their business model and honestly, and kind of what benefits for them as well? We would be naive to think that everyone's going to go out and save the world and expect completely nothing in return. So, uh, you know, if we, we could save some money along the way business, that's always, work, that's always going to be something we work on. Um, so I think what it is from a you know, Science perspective is we want to be able to provide enough data and insights into what is actually happening with the drivers. Um, so, and obviously that then connects to how the fleet or the vehicle itself is performing. Um, so as, as a company, we provide as much information as possible into the driver performance. So then the fleet manager, the safety director, and the drivers themselves work collectively together to say, we think we can improve our sustainability efforts by doing X, Y, and Z. But you have to get to the point to even know what X, Y, and Z is before you can actually put a plan together. And I think that's really where Netrodyne system and the telematics collective really comes in writing the data to build an action
0: plan. Yeah, it's a step change for people when you have that sort of granularity at your fingers at real time at a vehicle on driver level. That's massive. Before you couldn't even manage it because you don't know how to measure. So I love that you mentioned that. Another thing that I think companies are trying to do more and more is is tell their story, right? We want in our CSR reports or ESG reports, we want obviously the the requirements, the uh, you know anti-corruption, the greenhouse gas inventories, all the things that you got to like check the box and make sure you're doing to report on. But the people is what you read about, and the drivers in all fleet situations are the most important people in many cases in their company. How are companies working on telling their story, if at all, around safety? Meaning. We have we have standards and we have certifications for a lot of these other areas of a company's ESG journey, but is there a a, a standard safety certification that companies are trying to like implement and, and maybe Netrodyne's data could help them pursue some of those things?
1: Yeah. So one of the things that NetroDine is actually working on is actually creating part of that certification. Uh, it would be great that in the years to come that you can be green zone certified meaning that the driver scoring that we go through and, and maintaining a certain score and above is actually almost like a credit score that follows the driver wherever they go. And so as a, as a job application, they can say, oh, I have, I have the Greenstone score of 1,002. Um, it's a great, you know, I, I had, you know, uh, a, a, a grade of A plus in high school, I think, uh, or I've got a great credit score. And um, what that score will mean is when, when a, a fleet begins to adopt or hire new drivers, they know that every single element of what the fleet's trying to do is if it's ESG, uh, sustainability efforts, if it's cost saving efforts, if it's, um, you know, vehicle performance and maintenance efforts, they will know that the person at the helm of that vehicle is contributing to the overall goal by by hiring someone they know has, you know, a certain certification or, or score. Um, for example, you know, if I were to go to Keith Wilson, who is the CEO of, of Titan freight, one of our customers. Yeah, he's a great guy. And and I said, hey, Keith, you know, if I could pinpoint the top 10% of the fleet that wastes over 50% of the fuel each month for, your, for your, your fleet. And then also pinpoint or tell you the top three drivers contributing to that behavior. And I can actually help identify a way for you to correct it and save you hundreds of thousands of fuel costs by addressing the driver behavior and the elements that they do when they're on the road of hard accelerations, hard brakes, idle time, whatever it may be. And then on top of that, you can save a bunch of money and make the world a better place for your kids and your kids' kids. Would you be interested? Of course, he's going to say yes. Now, Keith, Keith's going to say yes regardless. Keith, he's a huge advocate for this area anyway. But any CEO of Fleet is going to go, yes, I like that idea. Let's talk more. And it all begins to interconnect.
0: You're right. It's totally related. And when you phrase it like that, there's nobody that should say no. Um, I think there's a lot of of companies who would probably look and say, we're doing some of this already, right? We've got our CSA rating with DOT. We're having to report a lot of this today, but the difference between um, being able to proactively manage it, coach on it, have real time alerts and be able to tie it in hopefully soon with a lot of other um, integrations to be able to harvest even more information is the big differentiator versus a backward looking aggregate score. This is very similar to what we see in greenhouse gas emissions accounting, by the way. I don't know if you've thought about that parallel, but typically oh, you're yeah. like annual activity data, you're multiplying it by averages and you're reporting the best you can with the data that you have. And the trick to improving that and making positive change and impact is having the data available now.
1: Yes. And it all will would add to that is not only having the data, but understanding what the data is saying, because... I can get spreadsheets upon spreadsheets upon spreadsheets. And if I don't know what the data is actually saying, then I can't build an action plan. And so, next has actually thought of that as well. We're not expecting to all of the fleet owners and say do directors to use our system to be data scientists. So we actually have created what we call our safety manager assistant, which is essentially a generative AI tool that's inside of our platform that does all that work for you. You don't have to sit there and stare at, you know, all the different reports that we have. You can even just type it in hey, what is the most optimized way to deliver this cargo? Should I go this route, this route? What driver has the best score? Which driver is safer driving in this weather condition? Et cetera, et cetera. And it will spit out, well, based off this information, blah, 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 blah. So it's actually pretty powerful. It's very cool. But it does the hard work for the fleet manager. Instead of having to comb through DASCAM videos and driver scores, you'd ask it a question and it helps you figure out all the answers
0: yeah and that's what ai is here for right to help us double like insights through all of this reams and reams of data that is so fascinating um is there anything else that i haven't asked you that we should talk about with netrodyne and the way that it impacts companies esg ratings um i think
1: you know beyond driver behavior and and driver coaching that's gonna be a huge thing it affects everything you know down the funnel of, of fuel consumption um, and obviously, accidents on the road. When you, we see fuel haulers are probably the most at risk. You have to be a little crazy to be, a fuel holder, but uh, they're all really awesome people. But safety there is paramount. The moment there's an accident with a fuel hauler, not only is it an accident with you know bad for the road and the safety of the people, but then the risk of fuel then now leaking into the ground into a water system like that. That's obviously very um, uh, you know never, never a good situation. So um, really, we're looking at it by vehicle type. Uh, by, you know, the type of, um, driver profiles I have, and we're addressing it all sort of in real time like this. So, um, again, going back to the fact that all the technology is integrated and it tells a broader story and making sure we have enough the data to then take and build an action plan based on what they need to
0: do. Really fascinating. I've enjoyed so much this conversation and learned a lot that I didn't know before, but I'm glad that there are solutions out there like Natrodyne that are making these improvements happen. But I got to ask you, Garrett, everybody that comes on the show gets this last question. Why does it matter to you, Barry? Young? why does sustainability or a sustainability focus matter in your day-to-day job?
1: Yeah. Um, I think we have a window of opportunity where we can truly make a, a meaningful change into the future success of this world, as crazy as that sounds. Uh, I want my kids, my kids' kids to have a great world. Um, and if nothing else, you know, there's one thing, my mom, my mom said a lot of really great things, but one thing that really stuck with me is that over the course of time of being successful, affect change, find a way to make the world a better place before you left it. And that stuck with me for a long time. And if that, that means that I can come to a company that truly has developed technology that actually can save lives and make the world a better place. And part of that is uh, change is happening now.
0: That's really encouraging. And uh, your mother sounds like a great woman. I've heard similar stories in my family and I'm glad that we can carry that forward and drive change in an industry that that needs us to, right? So thank you for the work you're doing at Netrodine. We appreciate it. And once there are some major announcements coming out in the coming weeks, we, uh, we definitely want to have you back on and learn about what's next. Definitely. Thanks, Spirit. There is over a trillion dollars of waste in supply chains today.
1: The net zero carbon emission is something that corporates are taking very seriously meet these objectives, they're going to have to take into consideration CO2 emissions.